this morning. We're joined by Ken Ron from Gurleyville Native Produce to talk about CSA, Community Supported Agriculture, and also the Mansfield Agriculture Committee. Ken, good morning. Thanks for coming in for this morning. First off, just tell me a little overview of what you were all about and what goes on this time of the year for folks who produce native produce. Well, good good morning, first of all, to uh, your listeners and yourself. Um, while 28th of February is listed as the official community-supported agriculture sign-up day, in point of fact, people who are running CSAs have been scrambling, uh, I may not say scrambling, but contacting uh, their neighbors and former clients or customers um, probably for the last two or three weeks or so um, uh, in an effort to let them know what it is uh, they can expect to be starting up at the beginning of the season um, and uh, beginning to let them know what it is that the prices will be for the season, what they might expect in terms of commodities, what's going to be available. Um, and in fact, those people who have um, uh, greenhouses or hoop houses outdoors um, probably are getting the plastic over the top and have soil. I know um, in our basement, we've got stacks of starting soil and seeds already in place. And uh, probably within the next two to three weeks or so, we'll actually be planting some seeds um, in the hopes of having some things ready to put in the ground um, probably by the third week in May or so. So what's this concept of CSA? What is Community Supported Agriculture? Well, it's an effort to see to it that um, uh, people are able to get the uh, best quality, largely in, in, in Mansfield, um, and in Willimantic and probably within a 45-minute or so drive of where we are right now, largely organic produce um, or produce that's uh, uh, produced without sprays and uh, pesticides, et cetera. Um, and to be able to, to get that food to, frankly, our, our neighbors, friends, um, and in the case of a couple of the larger farms, to um, the farmer's markets, the Willimantic Farmer's Market, which is open on Saturday mornings, uh, the Mansfield Farmer's Market, which is then Saturday afternoon. When the season really gets underway, Ashford has its own, and of course, Coventry has uh, become legendary for a lot of things beyond just produce. It, a lot of things going on that are being this, sold there. This sounds like the prototypical example of shop local. Keeping most, your local product home. It most certainly is, yeah. Um, we make an effort to, um, we have somewhere between 15 and 20 shareholders in a given year. Um, and I'd say in the last three to four years, we've had as many as seven people who walk from their home to our, our small farm uh, to pick up their, their produce, bring a bag with them. Uh, pick up their lettuce if it's, you know, late May, early June. Um, their green beans, tomatoes later on in the year. Um, it's a delightful place to have conversations with your neighbors. Um, it's been one of the most powerful, uh, now I say side benefits, but maybe it's been the key benefit is the, um, how we get to know the people that we live closest to. 
Now, some of our more intuitive listeners might be thinking, wait a minute, it was in the single digits on Saturday morning around here. Stuff's not growing right now. Why is Ken here today? Well, National CSA Sign-Up Day is Friday, February 23rd. That's this Friday. What does signing up for CSA mean to the average guy on the street? Um, it, it means they need to go on their computer or their phone and begin to look up the Connecticut-grown website or maybe the names of uh, their local uh, agricultural committee website and discover what's available locally um, for produce. You know, for example... Um, if you were to stop by somebody's farm stand or take up a, a share, you probably find that the tomatoes and green beans that you buy uh, are going to last you maybe anywhere from two to three weeks longer than what you may be able to pick up at the uh, local retail food outlets. I think I misspoke here. I've got two different pieces of information. One says Friday, February 23rd, which I guess is last year. The actual date, I think, is February 28th, which is a Friday. And it's funny because it says, Ken, the National CSA sign-up day is that 28th. Can you sign up on the 27th? Can you sign up on the 17th? Does you have to you do can it just sign on that up one this day? afternoon if you, uh. if you get a hold of us, um, either us or one of the other uh, local Mansfield farmers. Um, and, and certainly the, uh, the winter uh, farmer's markets are still open and available. Those people who are growing uh, potatoes, um, you know, have, have squash. Uh, there are a few uh, operations that have uh, covered facilities and heated that are growing microgreens. Um, my wife stopped in the Mansfield Buchanan Library uh, Saturday and came home with a container of microgreens that had been grown probably over the last two, three weeks. So the answer is, yeah, you can get things right now and you can sign up tomorrow afternoon or uh, March 1st. We'll be happy with that. From your agriculture experience, do you think that'll have an effect on the spring growing season? Because Mother Nature getting ahead of herself here because of the warm weather, which you know is at some point going to cool off again. Well, I think your uh, analysis of the crocus, I'll have to support that. I've seen a similar thing next to our household in, in, uh, in the Gurleyville section of stores. Um, however, having been outside doing some work yesterday, uh, we were, wife and I were cutting back some large grasses. Um, and while we're at it, we have stakes in the ground. When the ground's still frozen. And well, it's frozen because of Saturday morning. <laughs> and the issue is also a matter of light. Um, while the temperatures mm -hmm. are changing, it doesn't change the sunrise and sunset. And unless we have those hours and hours of additional light, those plants aren't going to go real well. So in our basement, we've got grow lights. And many of our uh, CSA um Friends, neighbors in the in the in the community, they're pretty much doing the same thing. Um, <clears throat> you know, you need to be able to do that if you're going to start things early. Um, heat and light, and we don't have that outside in April and May. So the answer is kind of equivocating at the moment right now. A lot of people get into backyard gardens. Seems like more now than ever. But you took it to the next level. What inspired you to do what you're doing now? Um. Well, my wife and I, you're right. I mean, having a garden is something 
that, that many of our shareholders have. They'll grow tomatoes on their deck. Uh, they're growing green beans. You know, so they have something. But what they'd like to do very often is have, have that lettuce earlier in the season, have those green beans that they're able to have in uh, the end of September. And they don't necessarily want to be attending to that. Um, maybe for that week or 10 days or two weeks that they're out of town or on vacation. Um, and it's, it's more efficient in that case to have somebody else do that for them. For us, we've had gardens and um, we decided that we wanted to grow a little more for ourselves. And well, what's the next step? Are you Add a, some more space. Are you a second and third generation gardener? By that I mean, did you get your green thumb from your parents? No. My wife and I have been at this for probably close to on a smaller scale for 30 plus years. Um, the last six of which we've owned and operated our, our CSA in Gurleyville. Um, it was something that, you know, the two of us together, how about if we do this? And um, we have. There's a move toward organic. Do you do organic in your business? Um, as much as we're, we're able to, uh, we have not. Um, we've not sought a certification or organic certification, um, but NOFA, which is the uh, New England uh, Organ Northeast Organic Farmers Association, um, has a branch in Connecticut. Um, they have a, a set of procedures and set of steps that if you follow them, um, you can then sign off and post yourself as being... Um, You've taken the NOFA pledge, and the pledge largely is that you're not going to use pesticides, herbicides um, to, to treat any of your soil, to treat any of your plants. Um, so we need to find ways uh, in which those particular chemicals don't get into our soil, don't have contact with our plants. Um, and for the most part, the other CSAs in the area work pretty much the same way. Um, and there are larger scale operations. There are farms. Um, in Lebanon um, and uh, Colchester, where they grow for the Willimantic Food Co-op, and they grow for the farmers markets. They don't necessarily have CSA shares. They're a more wholesale operation, but they operate the same way. Um, they're not using pesticides to kill off insects. They're not using herbicides to deal with weeds. Um, there are other ways of doing that, covering crops at certain times of the year so that the uh, daytime cabbage uh, butterfly moth uh, doesn't get at the plants. Um, there are <laughs> numerous mornings when I've been out at 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, walking the rows with the cucumber or the green beans and picking insects off the leaves, um, picking up, turning over a leaf and uh, scraping the eggs off the inside. Um, not always the most efficient use of time, but it works. Um, and there are other things that you can do. Combinations of using uh, sprays of uh, soap, pepper, um, that can be pretty successful in retarding certain insects and um, don't have the same effect on your soil. Don't keep away your, uh, your pollinators. Um, so those are, those are 
just a few of the smaller, I should say, fewer techniques that we'll use to, to keep our operation organic. Um, and of course, we, along with everybody else that I know that does this, um, <clears throat> you take the plants that you're pulling out, you're composting them, um, and at some point, that's going to get returned back to your soil. And so we're recycling the material, the plant material, um, to put back in and enrich our soil. Ken, what kind of feedback do you get from the people that you interact with at these farmers markets, including Willimantic? Because I don't remember when this whole farmers market thing took off around here, I would say 15, 20 years ago in that range, that I don't think we had a lot of those 25, 30 years or so. But now we do. People can buy local, and they like that stuff. I'm guessing you hear that from listener, uh, f from from customers who get you that feedback all the time. Um, yes, you're absolutely right about that. Um, and I'd say that that's one of the more important elements that keeps us moving along. Um, you know, in, when people not only are willing to uh, put their money up early, and then with the case of a CSA, when you sign up for that share, you're essentially agreeing to a contract and you're giving your farmer provider money in advance of something you haven't gotten yet. So you're going to be picking up those green beans in late June, but you put your money up in February and March. So you've taken on some of the risks that the farmer's taking on as well. So the, that customer really has to believe that that's valuable for them. That's important to them. Um, and what I'll agree with you in particular is I'm not sure, so sure that that model um, would have worked well or was very prevalent 25 or 30 years ago. Um, but there are lots of these operations going on now. If you were to go to the Connecticut Grown website that the State Department of Agriculture runs, um, there are lists for all of every county in Connecticut. Um, as many as seven or eight, and depending upon what part of the state, there might be 10 or 15. Some of them are growing flowers. Some of them are orchard. Uh, there are people raising livestock. Um, but the most prevalent are the vegetable farmers. Yes, we get great feedback, and it's wonderful to hear it and uh, interact with people that way. What's your busiest month of the year? Um, I would say the... Last two weeks in July through uh, the probably the first week and a half or so of September, um, we wind up with, well, we have a, a, a roadside stand. Since our customers are coming in on Friday and Saturday, we take some of our surplus stuff and I literally have a table set up at the end of the driveway and people stop. And th those are people often who are, are local but at the same time, they may not want a full share. They just want two or three items. They, they've been looking at your tomatoes for the last couple of weeks. Or they've been stopping and saying, when are you going to have the tomatoes? Eh, a couple of weeks, we'll have the tomatoes. And they stop. They buy their tomatoes only or they get the head of lettuce that goes along with it. Yeah. What's your biggest seller? Um, I'd have to say tomatoes for us. The things that come out of our garden. Tomatoes, um, if we had, were able to have green lettuce all season, we would be able to, um, we'd be able to sell lettuce all year. But you do reach a certain point where, you know, the heat just takes over and it won't allow you to successfully 
grow as many uh, greens as you as you really could. So we're talking about CSA sign-up day. It's Friday, February 28, 2020. CSA is Community Supported Agriculture. And you don't have to sign up on that day, but that's the day they've officially done it. They find that to be one of the more popular days as well. Uh, as, again, explain to people why they want to sign up for this. Is it is it people that run a business like yours do, or does does any resident sign up for that, whether or not they grow things or not? Um, many of us who are running the farms, local farms, um, do have some limitations. You know, in our case, we've got about 4,500 square feet of garden, which is about a tenth of an acre. Um, so we, we have to have a limit. We have about 2,200 under feet, square feet under cultivation. Um, and I would say our upper limit's probably 20 shareholders. Um, in some cases, that's a, there may be a family of four who have a full share. Um, and there may be a couple, two, that have a half share. Um, there are other farmers who are able to sustain more. So the answer would be yes. If they were to make a, a phone call or look up some of these local uh, CSA operations, um, they might find the door open for quite a while. There are also other seasons. Some of the uh, providers also have a winter share or a fall share, which would include more squash and potatoes than it would be the kinds of things you'd expect to find in June or July. Just one more way to shop local, support local agriculture, community supported agriculture, CSAs, and the official sign-up day is Friday, February the 28th, but you can sign up anytime before or after that. Ken, thanks for coming in today and talking about agriculture. It's kind of nice to be thinking ahead to the spring when it's warmer out there. Ken Ron of Gurleyville Native Produce on 14 WILI Willimantic and 95.3 FM.